0: All right, we are live. Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And I am sorry that I am mm, T minus six minutes late for my podcast. If you guys are watching live, um, I do like recording these live, but sometimes I think I have more time than I do, and then I worry that like people are going to be on here and they're going to be like wondering where I'm at. So I'm late, but I'm here, and hopefully people will uh, show up. If you guys are going to come on live, and if you're watching this recorded well, you're watching it recorded. I don't know what else to say. So it is Tuesday. Uh, We are in the first official week of November. I feel like last week was the first week, but I feel like now the holiday season is real. Like you go to all the stores and you're seeing all the Christmas stuff and all the Christmas music and all that stuff. And it's definitely a good time of year. Um, And I do have my next episode coming up where we are going to be talking about The holidays, not just about obviously weight loss and fat loss and nutrition, but just the holidays in general and the whole season of change and the things that people experience during the holiday season, whether good, bad, and indifferent. But today's episode is really something that I felt very passionate to to talk about today. Um, For those of you guys out there that have ever been on a fat loss journey or are on a fat loss journey or have found yourself quitting on your fat loss journey a number of times. Um, And I'm talking about whether you have, you're looking for body recomp, you want that five pounds off, you want to see abs, or you've got over a hundred pounds to lose or anywhere, anywhere in between, whoever you are out there, the journey to losing some weight to achieve better health, performance, aesthetics, whatever it might be, you have been on a journey to lose weight. And some of you guys have been on that journey more than once. I was on it more than once for sure. And uh, today's episode, I really wanted to talk about some of the things that people don't think about that they experience in a fat loss journey and other ways that our our life is affected by a fat loss journey in a positive and the things that you can grow from. and also talk about when it's really time for you guys to lean in and when it might be time for you to say, hey, I've been at this for a long time maybe it's time for me to accept myself just the way that i am and i'm going to finish up the show with that so let me just make sure i put that in my notes because i did write some notes down uh, because i got a lot to talk about today because i want to make sure i don't forget that and that's i want to save that for the end you guys know i am in the phase of recovering from what i can only consider severe overtraining syndrome, um and not just from the training in the gym, because I'll be honest, i I look back and I'm like, I don't think it's like so much of that. It's a little bit of the combination of that stuff and the life stuff. and it's it's been a road of recovery that I did not anticipate. Uh, it's I was out of the hospital last Monday or Tuesday, and it's been a week, and I still don't feel good. So, This morning, while I was on my morning stroll, because that's my working out right now, is just getting up and getting out in the sun at about 6.30 AM to get some vitamin D, going for a little walk, Um, I wrote these podcast notes because it was on my mind. So I want to start by just kind of talking about the fat loss journey in general. Okay, so here's a typical scenario. You wake up one day, you look in the mirror, you're like, ugh, or... You go to put on that pair of pants that you haven't worn since last Christmas season and you're like, these pants don't fit me anymore. Oh my God. Or you go to step on the scale at the doctor's office and you're like, holy shit. When did I gain that 15 pounds? Whatever it is, okay? You finally decide it's time to lose some weight. And you're going into it knowing it's gonna be hard, knowing knowing you have to make some changes, but you're excited about it a little bit, right? You're like, oh, I gotta get this weight off. You you, you know it's gonna happen. Like it's, 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 a, it's a do or die, like you're gonna do it. Whether you want to or not, you're gonna do it. And in the beginning, it's like, it's easy because you're running away from pain. You're running away from how you feel in that moment. But typically what happens is the pain comes in a different place after a couple of weeks or a couple of months or a couple of years usually a couple of weeks for most people that don't ever achieve any fat loss goals is suddenly the pain of that feeling that they experienced that day isn't outweighing the pain, the pain of change and doing the hard things in their life is becoming more painful and just doesn't feel worth it to them to lose the weight. And typically what you start to believe is, well, justification is this diet's too restrictive. I feel like I can't live my life. I'm always counting calories. I don't want to use a food scale. This is too time consuming. I work on all these things. It's not worth the hassle. There's got to be an easier way. So-and-so is losing weight doing this. You start looking at all the reasons why your plan is a bad plan. Now, I'm going to be honest. There are some really bad fat loss plans out there. A lot of very restrictive fat loss plans out there that nobody should have to put themselves through. I won't name any company names or anything like that, but there's companies that recommend not working out and literally eating like 600 calories a day. You know, So there are a lot of extreme things and people in this place search in the wrong places to find solutions. And it leads them down the rabbit hole of like, I've got to literally restrict my calories to only a certain amount of time throughout the day, or I've got to cut out these food groups, or I've got to stop eating sweets. And they try and do all these things. They, they, they make it so hard on themselves. So when it comes to this fat loss journey and what I want to talk about today, it starts off with like, it starts off easy and then it gets hard for one of two reasons. Either your plan sucks or you didn't anticipate the plan being as challenging as it was going to be. Okay. So that's typically what typically happens when people start a fat loss journey. Now, when it comes to achieving the goal right you see somebody that's looking better they're feeling better um even you experience this you're like all of a sudden you go shopping and you're happy that you're down two sizes a lot of people focus so much on the results that they've achieved i've lost weight i feel good my energy is good and that's not a bad thing you should be so happy and the people that are watching them are like oh my god paradise. That's what I want. I want to be that person that like lost the weight and and feels so good. And, and finally, like I look good. I like how I feel about my body, right? We focus so much on the results of, of what we're gaining, the confidence. But there are some things that people miss out on in this process. And it's really important to start to pinpoint these things because this is what's going to keep you not only committed to your fat loss journey, but committed to your body beyond the fat loss journey, because losing weight only to put it back on is not success. That's torture. If you've ever lost weight before and you've now put it back on, you know that torture, you know, the torture of being the successful person that is now the person that everybody's like, Oh, what happened to them? Knew that diet was going to be too hard for them. You're thinking about all those things. You see your family again after losing all the weight and they're like, "Oh, you look a little you look healthy." It's a nice way of saying things I like put on some weight, right? Like you've all heard the comments and you felt it. And and in a lot of ways you're like, "I don't want to go back there. I I just can't. Like I just it's not worth it, right?" So this is part of you guys understanding that when you're losing weight, you're changing who you are as a person, right? It's not that you're going to all of a sudden have a different name or a different job, but the beliefs you have about yourself, about food, about training, about life, about everything that life brings you is going to need to change, okay? In this journey, a lot of people Experience perfectionism in their in their fat loss journey. Okay, so they're like, I can't be perfect, so I can't do everything anything at all, right? So perfectionism is also a way for people to justify not doing the right things. Okay, so like, and, and I'm getting into why this is all important because I want you guys to start to think about these things. Are you this person? Okay. In their fat loss journey, as I mentioned, as it starts to get hard, all of a sudden they forgot to meal prep and perfectionism sets in. Justification comes up. I didn't prep my food. I'm just going to stop at at this restaurant get this food. And they choose whatever they want. They don't focus on the right things. Perfectionism is that. Justification happens with perfectionism. And I want you guys to think about these traits because if you have them, This is all the stuff that you will gain control over and change in your life from losing weight because you have to leave behind these types of beliefs in order to lose weight, in order to be successful at maintaining weight. The people that lose fat and keep it off are far from perfect, but they found a way to always have a plan B. And we're gonna get into this, okay? So, as I mentioned, most people focus on weight loss as the goal to look and feel better, to desire to build confidence. What they miss are the other things they gain in the process, okay? Overcoming perfectionism, all or nothing thinking. In order for you to lose weight, you're going to have to learn how to take messy action and live in the gray and i'm saying this because people don't realize that weight loss is an exciting thing that is going to change your life and so these are the things you're going to gain and i wrote them down okay a lot of people talk about i wish i had that kind of discipline as if it's some thing that you can go buy at a store as it's something that people are gifted with that it's like they can just wake up one morning and just do it it's just in their nature it's just who they are as a person and I'm going to be honest most people that have self-discipline trained it and it didn't start by being disciplined it started by being very undisciplined and recognizing that If they don't start to develop some structure in their life, they're going to keep getting the results that they have. And I, and I want you guys to understand that this self-discipline that you build with chasing a fat loss goal will transfer over into other areas of your life. How many people out there don't set boundaries on their schedule in their, in their job with their kids, or they just go about their day with no real plan everything is so unstructured. And yes, we should have flexibility, but 80 to 90% of our life should be very structured and routine and consistent. When you're that person that's like, I'm all over the place. I'm a hot mess. Like it's a rite of passage for you to be like that way. And it's it's a cool thing. Like, no, you got to get your shit together. And one of the easiest ways to get your shit together is to get on a fat loss journey. Why? Because you got to have your shit together in order for you to stay consistent with your nutrition long enough for you to lose fat. Okay. Fortitude is another thing. And a lot of these words are kind of going to kind of go together a little bit because they're all kind of similar. They're all kind of encompassing this person that you're going to become. Okay. Mental fortitude. What is fortitude? I should look up, let me look up the definition right quick. I'm going gonna, gonna to see. Definition of fortitude. Definition of fortitude. I want to give you the exact definition courage in pain or adversity. Oh, I love that. How many people think that losing fat is meant to be a pain free endeavor? I think a lot of the people that never lose fat, a lot of the people that choose comfort over change, never experience what it feels like to build mental fortitude. Because guess what? The clients that I have that are successful have been hit with, I don't know what different things in their life. And have still been able to stay consistent with the things they need to do. They don't make excuses. They know they have reasons why they don't have, they don't have to stay consistent. They can surely take those excuses and they can run with them. I was gonna eat my dinner but the kids wanted this for dinner tonight so i had to stop here okay and you had to choose that or you couldn't track your food because it wasn't perfect like what's really stopping you right the fortitude of of pain or the fortitude that you build that's going to transfer over into other areas of your life okay i love using crossfit as an example CrossFit is a great way to build mental fortitude, right? A lot of the times you go in you look at the work on the board and before you even start, you're like, oh my God, I'm not going to get through that workout. And then you're like two or three runs in. You're like, what did I start? And then it's the last round. You're like, oh my gosh, I see the finish line. I can't believe I made it, right? Dieting's the same way. Fat loss is the same way. You're going to have things that pop up in your schedule. You're going to have people that want to get in your way. You're going to have social gatherings that are going to tell you that you should be eating chicken wings and French fries and having chips and drinks. And and you're going to have to say no because you have a goal. And even though you could eat those foods, because honestly, you can eat whatever you want and lose weight if you're keeping your calories under control, you know they're not going to make you feel very good. You know you're not going to be able to eat enough volume to feel satisfied. So you choose foods that are going to make you feel better. Have higher protein, make you feel more full, right? You're making these difficult decisions because you have a goal and you're building that mental fortitude. You build it, and guess what? Once again, that's not something that people are gifted with. It's trained. And you build up a tolerance. Starts off, you're weaker, right? It's it's not gonna, you're not gonna always have it, but you're gonna build on it. Okay. Finish going over my list here. Resiliency. This is kind of like fortitude, okay? Resiliency is like just being able to stick it out. Like when you're you're just not feeling it, you're not motivated, you don't need it. You're resilient. Like it's not going to stop you. The things that get in your way are not going to stop you. And I'm going to be honest. I guarantee you those people out there right now that are thinking about all the excuses why They have not been able to even be consistent. Whether it's, oh, I had an injury. Oh, I had this. Oh, I the kids this. Oh, work this. Stress levels are through the roof. All of these things. Okay, you know the solution. You can think about it in your head, and maybe you don't. Maybe you honestly do not know what you do not know. Maybe you honestly do not know how to build a flexible structured plan to attack your fat loss goals, and that might be something that you actually need. But Most people out there know up here that they could do things a little bit differently, but they choose their path of least resistance. And then they get frustrated when they're not losing weight. Self-control is another one. Very similar to discipline. Being able to pass on things and not looking at that like it's restriction. Being able to say, "I don't need that right now. I want this instead," and practicing self-control around around things like that's that's also going to help you in life. Learning how to be more disciplined with your finances, not just spending money on random things. Be honest, people are like, "I can't afford nutrition coaching," and then you look at the things they spend money on. You could totally afford nutrition coaching. You choose other things, whatever it is, 50 bucks a week. What do you spend 50 bucks a week on? 75 bucks a week. I'm sure there are some things you can pull back on. You know how many of my clients stop at Starbucks every day? That's a $10 meal every single day. 70 bucks. That could be your nutrition coaching right there, right? Like, But self-control, right? You learn that with fat loss Because you're going to experience things like hunger. You're going to experience cravings. You're going to have to choose to only eat a little bit when you want a little bit more. That's going to give you self-control. I'm going to be honest, guys. When I'm saying this stuff to you guys, a lot of people are going to take this one of two ways. My God, she's hardcore. And then the others are going to realize, no, she's just being honest. Hunger is a part of life you're gonna have hunger, you're gonna have cravings. That's part of life, it's okay to be hungry. We are conditioned to think that like hunger means starvation and that if we're like not, if we have that cue, we just have to eat because food's all around us. So self-control is another one. Another one is structure. And this goes along with discipline, okay? When you are in a fat loss journey, you are gonna need to be structured. You can't be winging it every day with your food, because guess what? You're going to continue to fail. My clients that I've had that are unsuccessful, that's what they do. I tell them over and over again, you don't have to prep, you have to plan. I don't care if you're in the kitchen cooking on Sunday night, but you got to have a plan for Monday, whether it's stuff that's already prepared and you're just throwing it together or you are cooking. But if you're going into each day, just thinking that it's magically going to show up on your plate and it's going to be easy you're never going to develop the discipline or the self-control because you're always going to be eating impulsively and you got to have that structure these things guys that you build in a fat loss journey they carry over into your life as i already mentioned this is changing who you are as a person and the people that continue to to resist these changes they continue to give in to foods they continue to say oh, well, I just couldn't do it this weekend because this was, whatever it is, you are continuing to keep yourself weak-minded. And that's not me telling you this in a way of like judgment or putting you down. It's giving this to you in a way of providing hope, telling you that like, you can change. You can take this stuff today and you can run with it. You can totally take this stuff today and say, I can change. We are all in control of what we put in our mouth and how we move our bodies. And yes, some people have very busy schedules and it does take more disciplines. In fact, I put a post out in my Facebook group of one of my clients. She messaged me one day saying, Cheryl, what do you do when you're literally working 12 hour days, six days a week? I literally, and I have to pick up my kid and and I have like no time and I'm trying everything I can. And I just feel like I don't know where to pull time from. And I looked at her schedule and I looked at how hard she was working and how much success she was creating for herself in her fat loss journey. And I'm like, you can't, you have nowhere else to pull. You are working at 100% capacity and you are getting results. You cannot push any harder. So we don't try any harder. And that's the stuff that you guys have to realize, right? Like. People are all busy and, I, and I'm glad you guys appreciate the, the the brutal honesty. Okay. Some other things that I wanted to really point out today, guys, because this, this is an episode that I want you guys to realize this is mindset shit, but guess what? The precursor to losing fat is you got to be in the right mindset. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I can't wait till January 1st to get started, you're that person. You're that person that is looking for the easy way. And it's never going to get you results. You're that person that keeps signing up for challenges and telling yourself, oh, I'm doing so good in this 30-day challenge. And then you keep going back to your old life, never making changes permanent. Maybe you make some changes permanent, but not the ones you know you really need to. Okay. Continuing to have a negative relationship with food because you're trying all these crazy things. Some other things that you gain that I think are really, really, really important for people to understand. And I'm going to talk about this for a little while here. Okay. People give food entirely too much power, entirely too much power. Okay. So when it comes to nutrition, nutrition is really simple. Meal prep is really simple. It can all fit into your life and not take up any more time, right? You can grill chicken, you can cook, you can make salads, you can microwave steam steam fresh vegetables. You can put some oats in the, in, the, in the microwave. You can do these things, right? But you choose not to. You choose the other foods, right? People give food entirely too much power in a number of ways. They go out to eat socially and they can't choose the healthy choice because they feel restricted. They see eating healthy as restriction. That's that's giving food power that you, you feel like if you're not having a greasy burger and fries, that suddenly you're being held back from living your best life, right? Like you're missing out on something. Now I'll be honest, every once in a while you're out and it's like, I haven't had a burger and fries in a long time. And I just really want to be able to enjoy this today. Absolutely. But for every single weekend, you having to just literally eat whatever you want to feel like you're part of the crew, what is that really teaching you, right? Like that you have to have food in order to feel okay. Or that like you can't choose grilled chicken and salad to eat at lunchtime with something like a fruit or some whole grains. Like, you know, like it's, it's teaching you what? And people go about this the wrong way they then go from one extreme to the other. They're like, I'm just gonna cut out all the carbs. I'm just gonna cut out everything. That's not teaching you discipline. (laughs) That's just restricting you every more, even more. Like, it's just not, it it doesn't make any sense to me. You guys are giving food entirely too much power. In fact, I've been at this nutrition game for myself since I was 19 years old, all right? I don't think about food, except for when it's time to eat. And I have my meal rotations, I have my snack rotations, because I've developed them over time. And you guys have all done the exact same thing. But when you're in a fat loss journey, all that changes is what you're eating. And how much of it, that's it, that's all that changes. But you have to be controlled enough or or disciplined enough to say, hey, I don't wanna give this food power. I grew up eating freaking, my lunch was Burger King or McDonald's or Chili's, whatever it was, dollar menu stuff, burger, buffalo or barbecue. I ate whatever I wanted. I didn't care. I'd stop on the way home from school. We were talking about this with my, I was talking this with my uh, sister-in-law. I don't know if you guys remember those, uh, those, I think they're called, I think it was Hostess that made them. Those like, they're like apple pies and they sell them at like gas stations. And they're like this thick, like just sugary apple filling, like probably is not even real apples. Uh, and it's like thick, like pastry crust and like a glaze on top. We were talking like, oh man, that used to be my snack every day. I'd stop and get one of those and a chocolate milk probably a good 1000 calories in like these two little things, right? Like but I don't do that anymore and I don't crave that stuff anymore because I've changed my habits and I've changed my life. Okay. So, a lot of truth talk today. Now, let's talk about the main thing that you guys gain from losing, right? Yes, you gain confidence. You you feel better about your body. You you look better. You feel better. All these things, all this stuff happens. But you also have to become somebody different. Before I started working out and before I started eating healthy, I was on a path of like just self destruction. I would wake up twelve o'clock in the afternoon, didn't care, go to bed whenever I wanted. Uh, just didn't value myself at all. Ate whatever I wanted. Didn't move my body. Didn't think about fitness. And then when I started working out, suddenly. I went to bed a little earlier cause I was excited to get up and go to the gym. And I liked going to the grocery store and looking at different food items. Whereas before I would just go to takeout. Like I started liking to cook more. I started to experiment with different recipes. I, I changed everything. My, I actually enjoyed, I also had more energy because I was eating better and working out. So my mood was better. And, and then everything else just kind of fell into place you're not going to be the same person that you are on the other side of a fat loss journey. You are going to act completely different. In fact, I remember when I did see friends that I hadn't seen for a while and they're like, you've really changed. Like it was a negative thing. I'm like, why? Cause I don't want to get shit faced every night. Well, sorry. That's who I am now, you know, so it's something that you guys have to realize you're not going to be the same person. And, and that's, A good thing because the things that you're changing likely need to change, right? The habits that you have right now are holding you back from being the person that you want to be. Now, whether you have 10 pounds to lose, 20 pounds to lose, 50 pounds to lose, going all in on this goal will teach you all of those things and will help you develop those skills and be that person that you see and you're like, I wish I had that discipline. You can do it. You can. But as I mentioned, I wanted to close this episode up by talking about when is it time to hang it up, right? So I see this a lot and it's it's hard because as a coach, when somebody reaches out to me with these types of goals, I want to be able to help them. And when I'm working with a client that's chasing the last two or three pounds, I want to give them what they want but i also know that sometimes people need to get what they need and let's just say you've lost a considerable amount of weight and and and, and when i say this i want you to realize that i'm not saying that you can never chase the last three five ten pounds but if you've been at it for a long time and you've been really really pushing hard sometimes it's time to take a break and say, maybe I should just be happy with how much success I've created and the discipline that I've created to get here. And I can't push anymore. And I deserve to enjoy these results. I've worked really hard to get here. And this is something that a lot of people struggle with. And as I said, it doesn't mean you can never chase that goal. But if you are somebody who recognizes everything that I said there and you're chasing the last five pounds, or maybe you still have 15 or 20 pounds to lose and you just want to keep going, but you're finding those things are like starting to get almost regressing a little bit, like you're starting to lose the motivation, like you're starting to lose the discipline. Sometimes it's time to hang it up and say, hey, I'm really fucking proud of what I've done. It's time to take a break. It's time to let my body recover. Give my brain a break, just like in anything, right? Like I talked about overtraining. You got to give yourself a break. Fat loss is the same thing. And if you're chasing the last five pounds, sometimes that last five pounds just isn't worth it. If you have been that disciplined and you've done all this stuff, you have to ask yourself risk versus reward. What are you gaining from losing that last five pounds? The fat loss journey, all those things are things that I want you guys to experience. But if you've experienced them and now it's gone too far, it might be time for a break or to hang it up. And this is where calorie rebuilds come into play, AKA reverse dieting. I'm going to title them calorie rebuilds because I think that's really what they are. Okay. So, um... I feel like this is where people struggle to realize that the structure, the discipline, the control, the resiliency, the fortitude is all still there. You just don't have to use it as much when you have more calories. (laughs) You don't. It's a lot easier to live your life when you're not living on poverty macros. So if you've been at it for a long time and you're kind of stuck and you're pinching pennies, Maybe it's time for you to say, hey, let's do a calorie rebuild. Let's let's get to a place of like giving my body a break. And then maybe you push for the last five to 10 pounds. But every diet phase, every fat loss phase should always start higher calories. And then at the end, you should always be looking to maximize again. So a couple of things I'm just going to kind of wrap up today in this episode If you did get value out of this episode, please let me know, because I felt really passionate about talking about this today, okay? Number one, when you lose weight, you don't just lose fat, okay? You actually gain so many other things. You gain resiliency. You gain self-discipline. You gain self-control. You gain belief in yourself. You change beliefs about yourself. You stop telling yourself the stories of you being this person that's always failing at diets but it does start with knowing that you have the right plan in place. And the right plan in place is the one that you're going to be able to commit to long-term. It's teaching you nutrition, sustainable nutrition, and the stuff that actually matters to get you to lose weight, okay? And if you've been losing a lot of weight and you feel all of this and 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 you are not paying attention to this stuff, I want you guys to take a moment today and be like, damn, she's right. I've been working really freaking hard and I should be really proud. And if that is you, and you're chasing the last five to 10 pounds, and you find yourself regressing, feeling burned out, maybe it's time for a calorie rebuild before you break down and your habits start to reverse themselves. That's what I got today, guys. I hope that you guys had some value out of this episode my next episode, I am going to be talking about the holidays. I do have some holiday accountability stuff coming up along with a really awesome, I am doing some Black Friday stuff, but I am doing it before Black Friday. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, I'm just excited. It's going to be a good season as always. I know that I am in recovery from whatever it is I'm dealing with, but the show must go on and I am going to keep going. So if you guys need me, you know where to find me. If you guys want to chat more about your own fat loss journey, uh maybe you are stuck, maybe you just don't know where to start, maybe you are nervous, maybe you don't know what to expect with coaching, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to either shoot me a DM, uh an email. There is also a link on my Instagram bio for scheduling nutrition strategy calls if you would like. Um join my Facebook group, whatever. I want to connect with you guys and help. So Uh, Until next episode, guys, I will see you all soon.